Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Well, are you still watching those Orioles? <laughs> Almost 40 games under 500. Are you still tuning in? To the Orioles night after night. Now, I can't thank you enough for tuning in to this podcast, continuing to hang out, tune in every week, still see the numbers, the downloads. I truly appreciate it. Now, if you're still watching the Orioles, you are a huge diehard fan. You are. If you're watching every other night, or if you're just tuning in two to three nights a week, I'd say you're a pretty good fan, Orioles fan. There's a lot of people I know that have thrown in the towel. Fuck it. I'm out. (laughs) The long season doesn't help when your team sucks. Basketball, hockey, baseball. I mean, just some of the seasons, just very long. If you don't have a good team, oh, it just rubs it in night after night. That's what she said. (laughs) Every week. I say we all need to stick together through this rebuild. Lately, nah, fuck it. I'm no longer saying that right now. I don't blame you one bit if you packed up your shit and left town. Said, I, I don't want any part of this anymore. Hell, I won't even call you a fair weather fan. You know, life's too short to be sad every day. Why torture yourself? <laughs> Holy shit. Had a friend ask me, uh, text me the other day. Ask me uh, well, what I'm going to do. What, what am I going to do if the Orioles continue to suck after four more years, even after all the prospects come up? I, I didn't know how to answer that. I was like, what the fuck you want me to do? What, what, what do you think I'm going to do? What am I supposed to do? Probably nothing, I said. No matter how bad the Orioles are, I'll never change teams and do anything crazy like that. I don't know how people do that. I'm sure you know. I know people out there who have done that. And maybe this is also why I really can't stand the Nationals. Maybe this is just one of the 50 things on the list of why I am not a Nationals fan. But I know people, and I still heckle them, every chance I get, who were Orioles fans way back in the day and are now National fans. Now, they changed over to National fans a long time ago. But still, holy shit, come on. And they don't even live in the D.C. area. They live live in like Dundalk. But when he asked me that, I'm like, what, what, what do you think? I, I'm going to, you know, hey, we're going to we're going to stand out in Camden Yards and demand a winning team. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be pissed off if that happens. I think a lot of us have been thinking like that since day one when this rebuild started. What if this doesn't work? <laughs> That's really going to suck. Also uh, received a tweet. Someone tweeted at me uh, reminding me to be happy about other things than the score. I think I posted something. Uh, I. I don't know what I, I probably posted something a little negative, you know, whoa, how's that possible? Orioles and negativity, get out of here. But somebody had tweeted back and said, Hey, uh, try to think of the happy stuff. Don't always focus on the score. I mean, look, they were being polite. They weren't being sarcastic. I'm just not wired that way. Of course. I'm happy when I see, you know, what Cedric Mullins is doing. And I'm happy that Trey Mancini got to come back and play a season of baseball, but Winning feels really good. So when the Orioles are getting their teeth kicked in, yeah, it's hard for me to go, well, look at the bright side. The glass is never half full when the Orioles are getting their asses kicked night after night. 
But I get what that person's saying. You know, there's some good things. Mullins might, you know, go 30-30. I, I understand that. By the way, I'm going to get into uh, Chris Davis' retirement. <laughs> Chris Davis retired, if you didn't hear. Anyway, so it's just interesting to hear what other sports shows think of the Orioles. Like, pardon the interruption the other night. What was, they, they quickly, you know how they talk about everything for like 20 seconds and then move on. But they quickly uh, uh, talked about the Orioles. Uh, What did Kornheiser say? I think he was just talking about how sad it is what the Orioles are doing. And he's just saying, you know, it's terrible what the Orioles are doing, how they're tanking. Everyone thinks the Orioles are tanking. All ESPN, pardon the interruption. I've heard it all. MLB Network, I've heard the word tanking. It's quite funny. But Kornheiser was like, it's sad what they're doing to their fans. You know, this is a fan base. It's one of the best fan bases in baseball and what they're doing to them is quite mean. They say, (laughs) even though they're trying to do their best to give us a winning team, but I get what he's saying. And I think at this point, a a lot of fans, look, there's a lot of patient fans out there. I'm one of them. I'm trying to be patient, but at this point it's like, all right, you know, everything possibly went wrong by the way, everything. So I don't think Elias was tanking. I don't think Elias was like, so what if we only win 39 games? I don't think he expected any of this to happen. And look, I mean, a a lot of people thought that they were going to win anywhere between 60 and 70 games. I didn't think they were going to win 70. I had them like at 55, maybe 60. But everything went wrong. The pitching stinks. I mean, that's a compliment compared to what they're doing. The offense, okay, I mean, look, I don't care if you score 50 runs a night. If your pitching gives up 60, well, that's not going to help. But, I mean, the Detroit series this past week, they were 0 for 23 with runners in scoring position. That's not going to win many games. But nothing has gone right. The young pitchers that were coming up, Matt Harvey, I mean, you know, Austin Hayes with the injury bug, uh, uh, Hunter Harvey, I mean, nobody talks about him. I mean, what the hell happened to him? John Means, I mean, look, he, we got to witness him uh, uh, throw a no-hitter. I mean, shit, some pitchers will give up both nuts to do that. But at the same time, Means has been struggling a little bit. His last outing, he gave up like 15 home runs. Nothing has gone right. And when you see this team play, sometimes you say to yourself, I'm surprised they even won 38 games. So I cannot get on board with blaming Hyde for this shit show dumpster fire. I I don't understand why people are calling for Brandon Hyde's head. Name any of the greats who managed the game. I'll start with Oral Weaver. Maybe Oral Weaver. Maybe I'll give him credit. He would figure out a way to get the Orioles to win five more games. Okay, I I don't know. Some people call him a genius, whatever. I, I just can't get on board with blaming Brandon Hyde with why this team is the way it is. All right, what? What do you want another manager? Hope they can get three or four more wins. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Fullcountchaos. I'd love for you to convince me that Hyde is the main reason this team stinks. And I've seen those words. People saying the main reason the Orioles stink this year is because of Brandon Hyde. All managers make bad moves. All of them out there. The greatest teams that ever played the game, managers have made bad moves but when you really have zero percent chance of making a good move with the players that you have it's not going to turn out well and it's going to make you look like an idiot especially in the bullpen 
Shit makes you look like a genius when you make good moves in the bullpen. But Hyde has an extremely low percentage to make his moves look good with the players he has to use. When you have one starter and one reliever you can count on right now, shit ain't going to work out. And people are going to be, oh, he's a terrible manager. You fucking crazy, man. You sound insane. Do you realize that? Now, if they give Hyde a couple more seasons and say, hey, let's see what he has. Let's see what he can do with a pretty good ball club. The big prospects start coming up. 2023, 2024, we got a great lineup. Of course, Adley's here. And the momentum is just not working. You know, 500 baseball, no winning seasons. Okay, maybe at that point, we'll be like, all right, maybe Hyde's not making the best moves. Something's going on here. Maybe there needs to be a change. Bring in a manager with a resume, with winning baseball, see what he can do. But right now, with the team that he's managing, I don't care who you put in that position. They're not going to have winning baseball with this team at all. So I'm on board in a couple years of if, if Brandon Hyde still managing and shit's still falling apart. Okay, let's have a conversation. But right now with this team, it just doesn't make sense to me at all. Orioles become the first team 19 years to allow at least nine runs in consecutive games. <laughs> this is why sometimes when these relievers are hot, trade them. Anyway, just wanted to vent. Uh, some important news came up with Chris Davis. I definitely want to get to here. Uh, also, uh, two quick things. One, um, I'm getting a lot of emails coming in. I appreciate it uh, that you guys are, are willing to participate, even though I'm giving away uh, tickets. <laughs> I didn't know if anyone was really going to give a shit about uh, getting free Oriole tickets. But basically, all I say is, look, if, if you want them, email in, and I'm just pulling a name out of a hat. And uh, if you win, and, and I'm not giving tickets. And I tell people this personally that I know who tune into the show. I say, look, you guys are not going to win. So don't, don't even tell me you want tickets. Because I don't think that's fair, obviously. Because if by any chance I do pull a name and it is somebody I know or my cousin or, or my dad, I mean, come on. That just would look bad, right? So people that I personally know, personally know, not people that you guys who uh, chime into the show and, and we talk back and forth, not like that. I'm talking personally in my life, family and friends. I told them, nope, you have no chance of winning. So the date of the tickets, two tickets, good seats that I'm giving away are September 23rd. They're uh, playing Texas. Texas is coming into town. Uh, It's a four-game series, but Thursday, September 23rd. Mark that on your calendar in case I pull your name. Look, if I pull your name and you can't go, that's fine. I'll go to the next person, next person, next whatever. Just giving you guys a heads up. September 23rd, that's a Thursday against Texas. So that's the tickets. So I'm going to give a few weeks because sometimes people, they try to catch up to the, uh, you know, older episodes and make their way up. So I'm going to give a few weeks. So be patient. Um, And, you know, if if you have a Twitter handle, I'll I'll obviously announce it on Twitter. Hey, congratulations. People are going to think, what do you mean congratulations? Well, if you tuned into the show, you would have known I was giving away tickets. So, yeah. Tune into that. So I appreciate it. again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. I was actually surprised of the amount of people who want tickets. I thought by now, I mean, look, those are the diehard fans, right? Like I said, if you're still tuned in, you are a diehard fan. Uh, real quick, also, um, before I get to the uh, the Chris Davis retirement banter, um, uh, give a heads up on shows. I uh, just watched Outer Banks 2 on Netflix. Okay, it was all right. I think I mentioned, uh, obviously, you got to watch Outer Banks 1 before you watch Outer Banks 2. 
Look, every time I watch it, I just can't get over how the main character is supposed to be 17. Every time I look at him, I'm like, dude, you're 30. Every time I hear someone say in the show, oh, man, did you hear what happened to John B? I keep thinking they're going to say something like he's really 30. He just got arrested for dating 16-year-old high school girls. You know, if I was in high school and this main character, John B, picked up one of my friends after school and my friend was like, hey, dad, I wouldn't think twice. I'd be like, hey, his dad looks pretty cool. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say, what, what the fuck is a 17-year-old picking up my friend calling him dad? Anyway, still can't get over that. So, yeah, uh, season two. I keep saying Outer Banks 2 like it's part two. It's season two. Outer Banks season two. It's entertaining, you know? That's all you need. You don't always need some show you tune into and, and you learn something. You don't learn shit. You're just uh, entertained. And I'll, <laughs> one more thing I got to get to. The whole situation with the Rockies, the guy yelling out, Dinger. Come on. You, you know what I'm talking about. The word that everybody thought he was saying. Look, I'll be honest. Even when I thought the word was said, when that was first tweeted out, and that my wife was sitting there and I played it, I'm like, I was like, did, did, is this, am I really hearing this? And, and I did say to my wife, I'm like, I, I, this can't be right. I mean, we're not hearing this right, right? Obviously shocked. But then was like, I was saying that to, to my wife, fans didn't say or do shit about it. Because you know damn well if somebody was actually saying it like that out in the crowd, oh, my God, the guy would probably get his ass kicked. He'd get thrown out. Somebody would be, you know, taking photos or a video of this guy and, and posted it all over Twitter about what a fucking asshole he is. Nothing. That's what I was. I mean, obviously, I was shocked about if he actually said the word. But the other reason I was shocked is like, I mean, fans let this happen. And then you see people on Twitter going, oh, yep, see, look how racist that community is. Fans don't even care. They just laugh and look the other way. Uh, had a friend of mine text me with screenshots of uh, people tearing him up on Facebook for uh, saying he doubts that's what was really said. <laughs> I mean, people were after him. I said, first off, why are you on Facebook debating something like that? Facebook is not where you go to debate shit. I don't know. Face, I tell you, man, Facebook is night and day from all the other social media platforms. I'm telling you that there are just some angry fucking and there's angry assholes on all all social media but facebook i don't know it's just a different kind of beast maybe it's because the age groups i think the age group of facebook now is like between the age of 40 and 60 or something crazy like that so it's just a bunch of old angry people who want to argue with each other but <laughs> he was one of them he was like i don't you know let, let let's wait 24 hours to see if this guy and then he just people that you're the problem it's like oh boy why do you even say anything I told him, I said, look, we live in a gotcha society. We really do, where people need to quickly be one of the first ones to post how outraged they are and making sure organizations hurry up and send out apologies. And then look what happened. He didn't even say it. Of course, anytime there's a, a moment where we can obviously point out, which we should do every day, all day, about how sick racism is, but a situation like this, it was amazing to see how many people jumped on this. It was like, Get him out of here. I hope his company fires him. Throw him in jail. I think Keith Olbermann was like one of the most douchiest shit on Twitter. Throw him in jail. Bob Nightingale was throw him in jail and make sure he's banned and blah, you know. Now people are saying they should uh, change the name of the mascot. You're a moron. Now, it seemed like most of those people who wanted the name to be changed 
didn't know that dinger is a term for home run, but <laughs> in a way, I almost don't blame some people for saying, just change it. Like, holy shit, how, how quickly this escalated and what happened? Yeah, you almost want to be like, you know what, fuck, that just change the, the damn mascot's name after this bullshit. <laughs> no one's going to ever want to say that mascot's name to anybody anywhere outside near the stadium after this. And look, I'd be first in line. If we found out that this guy was uh, an awful human being, just a racist dick, and we found out, yeah, he did say it, yeah, I'd be first in line to be like, fuck yeah, you know, whatever this guy deserves, give it to him. But he didn't say it. He was shouting out to Dinger. All right, this is going to take about 15 seconds. Spotify Green Room app is a free audio-only social media platform for sport fans. Start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. You can talk with other sport fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join. That's it. We have Chris Davis we need to talk about. For crying out loud, I've been venting over shit for 15 minutes here and I, I wanted to talk about chris davis so let's do that if you didn't know chris davis retired wait what did you say he packed his shit up the orioles reached out to him and probably said look chris we want you to, to ride off into the sunset in a happy way we we don't want to have to post that we let you go please retire <laughs> please you're still gonna get a dick load of money just retire just walk away all right <laughs> and i also loved all the hallmark posts after that from a lot of people who said some pretty fucked up shit and i'd see them look even people i know and i'd see them post it like oh my god i was up all night crying how much i'm gonna miss davis like you are such a douche but chris davis says after an extended time dealing with my injury and recent hip surgery i formed the orioles about my decision to retire effective today I want to thank the Orioles partnership group led by the Angelos family, the Orioles organization, my teammates and coaches, the University of Maryland Children's Hospital, with whom I will continue to be involved following my retirement and, of course, Birdland. That's badass how, obviously, he's going to stay in contact with the Children's Hospital and continue to donate. So, of course, hats off to that. He says, thank you for all the many memories that I will cherish forever. Love, full count, chaos. Oh, I didn't know he said that. He said, sincerely, CD. That was cool of him. Anyway, off he goes. Chris Davis. And like I said, so many people. I mean, just calling him, you selfish dick. You're stealing money and you were on steroids. And now you suck and you're, you, you lock him up. And people were calling for Chris Davis to get locked up. Put him in jail because he's a thief stealing all this money. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Boom. Chris Davis retires. Oh. My eyes watered up how much he means to the city. Get the fuck out of here. You know who you are. And this isn't to everybody. Look, we all were frustrated. I, I always post this stuff like, God, it, it, it's frustrating watching Chris Davis. The Orioles just need to you know cut ties, move on. Never said anything personally to Chris Davis. Like, you asshole, you're stealing money. Look, I'm, I'm a crazy fan like we all are, but I always know not to attack someone personally. That's just, I don't know. It's just, you sound like a douchebag, and it, it, what, what does that do? does nothing. But boy, there are some angry fans during the last few years of Chris Davis's career, 
And here they are. My eyes were watering. It's just funny how people calm down when their wish comes true. And then they act like the Pope. Sport fans, we're very forgiving. I've always said this, and and it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. Sport fans are forgiving. When you do well for your favorite team, you love them. When they do bad, you want them off the team. you, you, You say nasty things, and you want them to retire or get cut. That next week, you know, in one week, they hit five home runs, 10 RBI. Oh, he's the best. He's the greatest. I love him. So, yeah, sport fans, very forgiving. Now, does he deserve to be in the Orioles Hall of Fame? That has been conversation that's been going on in the past 24 hours I've seen. It looks 50-50. 50-50 yes, 50-50 no. I don't know. Can't we just meet in the middle and call it a day and say he did well? I mean, he had a... Great start of his Orioles career. And then, yeah, I'd say that's in the definition of shit in the bed. There's a lot of dispute on whether he should be in the Orioles Hall of Fame. I'm torn right now. I mean, Chris, look, he ranks top 15 in Orioles history in home runs, walks, RBIs, extra base hits, runs scored, and games played. So right then and there, if if someone threw that at you and said, hey, read this, should he be in the Orioles Hall of Fame? Your response would be like, yeah, fuck yeah. And then someone would throw the last four years. Now tell me. (laughs) You'd be like, oh, can I get back to you? I didn't know this happened. But he hit 53 home runs, 138 RBIs, two-way in MVP voting in 2013. Then he hit 47 home runs, 117 RBIs in, in 2015. 38 home runs in 2016. But the same year, that same year, Major League leading 219 strikeouts. But whatever, I mean, you hear a lot about those big power hitters who have record-breaking RBIs and home runs who have, you know, huge strikeout numbers. It's like batters don't give a shit about strikeouts anymore. But again, his numbers, wrapping up his career, they just shit the bed quick. It was sad. I mean, uh, 168 in 2018 he hit, went through an 0 for 54 streak in 2019. That was brutal. I mean, all the bars and restaurants in Baltimore, remember that? They were going, all right, Davis's first hit. Shots on the house, you know, free cheeseburgers, whatever they were giving away, orange crushes. That was a great way to get fans to come into their uh, bar and restaurant and watch the game. It was tough to watch because, again, Chris Davis, such a great guy. He's hilarious. He was always a goofball. I always remember seeing that uh, clip, video clip. I don't remember where I saw it from or it, I don't know, I want to say leaked out. But they were in the clubhouse, and he was playing ping pong with a chicken wing against J.J. Uh, Hardy. And he, he's just a goofball. He always made people laugh. He always participated with the fans. Every time I would sit right next to the dugout in those seats that my family, my cousin had, uh, and Chris Davis would walk over, and kids would yell out their name. Look, half the players would just keep walking by, but Chris Davis, he'd be chatting with them. He'd be talking, and he'd always say something funny. I remember the uh, game that he pitched in Boston to close out the game. We all remember that in extra innings that we won. And the next week, my dad went to the game to those seats. He was standing next to the dugout. Chris Davis was standing there. My dad looked over and said, how does your arm or would you be willing to do that again? And he said he chat. My dad said he chatted with me for a few minutes. Chris, he said, laughed, walked over to him and said, I don't ever want to do that again. He's like, that was scary. And he was telling my dad, like, especially knowing the game was on the line, that was a big game we needed, and people were counting on me. Like, he was just talking to my dad like it was one of the guys. So it was just, it was rough watching him go through this. 
He hit 115 over 52 at bats last year and twice went on the injured list with knee problems. Davis's 13-year major league career, so he ends with 295 home runs and a 233 batting average and 1,400 games, or 1,417. And that was between the Rangers and the Orioles. He boasted a, uh, he ended with a 774 OPS. So do you just ignore the, the last few seasons and say, look, what he did in those first handful of seasons with the Orioles about being 15th on the list of all-time Orioles with home runs and hits and RBI. I mean, why not? Why does the last year's void that out or vice versa? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of, I'm, I'm torn. And I'd love to hear from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Now, if they do decide to put him in the Orioles Hall of Fame, I'm not going to be sitting here banging my fist going, what the fuck? How do you put him in there? And vice versa. If they don't put him in, I kind of be like, well, I, I, I guess I get it. I, I don't know. I guess they saw those last few years. And I don't know. It's like when you do, when you make an accomplishment in sports, whether you're an MVB player, whether you're a Ryan Flaherty kind of player, but you have one of the best years in Orioles history, you just focus on that, right? And then you run with it. And then you put him in the Hall Orioles Hall of Fame for what he did. Or do you just say, well, he had a few lucky seasons. You know, that was great, but it's not going in the Orioles Hall of Fame. Love to hear from you. Full count chaos at gmail.com. But I think a lot of people were doing the, uh, in a way, I'm sorry, Chris, <laughs> for calling you out all these years and saying nasty things. Again, that's not to everybody. We all were frustrated. We all were, were saying things like, Chris, just get the hell off. Pack your shit up. Got, you got to go, man. We all were doing it. But when, at the end of the day, he did a lot for the city. He's a great guy. And that made my dad's month, the year. It made his year. I mean, it wasn't like Chris Davis just kind of nodded and said, yeah, it was, that was wild. Chris Davis walked over to him and stood there and just chatted with him like they've known each other for years. And my dad, he's just a funny guy. He was making him laugh. So, yeah, that, that really does, it sucks what he went through the last few seasons. And he, he knows what the fans say. Like I, I, I've said a million times, any player who says, I don't go and look what people say. I don't read the articles. I don't read Twitter. Bullshit. I bullshit there might be one percent out there that actually do that but bullshit curious creatures so i gotta say as much as david said i I didn't i don't pay attention to that he knew what people were saying i mean for god's sakes people were tweeting at him wasn't he getting some uh alerts wasn't he getting some notifications and he's like oh what's this oh they think i should be in jail hmm so he knew Oh, boy. Again, hit me up on Twitter as well, at Full Count Chaos. like to hear what you have to say about Chris Davis and uh, the next steps. I mean, my God, how bad the Orioles are. A lot of conversation out there wondering why Elias isn't spending a little bit of money. But everything went wrong. I, I saw somebody say, if Mike Elias could see the future and he saw what was going to happen, do you think he would have spent some money? I don't know. I thought that was kind of dumb. It's like, yeah, probably. I'm also seeing people say, oh, it's Angelos at it again. The Angelos family not letting, uh, not letting hide or hide, not letting Elias spend money. I don't think that's what's happening. Again, I'm pretty fucking sure Elias and Angelos family sat down and they had a plan down to the T. 
I'm just, you know, surprised that Elias isn't going to, maybe he will buy a couple big names, not clean out the bank to get him, just a couple big names. And then hopefully they do well and trade him for prospects and so on. And I'm sure that's probably what's going to happen now. I mean, this season went so bad. Look, we have another month of baseball. Who knows what's going to happen? But just the way the bullpen and the pitching and where they're at, and you know they're not going to be calling many players up who are going to do any huge uh, uh, changes for the Orioles and and help. You know this is basically how the season's going to end. Yes, the Orioles might have a fun series or maybe even get lucky and sweep a team coming up, but you know this is it. This is it. 45, maybe 50 wins. We're going to see the Orioles finish out the season. Woo! So what are they going to do? What's Elias going to do? How's he going to change? He's got to start doing something in 2022. There's some free agents, shortstops, definitely a conversation that comes up a lot with uh, what they're going to do with that position because there's a few shortstops, free agents on the market for 2022. Of course, the popular name, Carrera. We got Seager, Trevor Story, Baez. So is Elias going to flirt with any of that? Is he going to you know, possibly try to bid on these guys. Something's got to give because this is bad. Look, Spencer Watkins. Yeah, he was fun. First couple outings. He's just new batters. Teams are not familiar with him, And, you know, he's starting to come back down to reality. Look, when you hear stories about players who are like, I was about to hang it up. I almost decided to go take a job here or I almost took a job coaching high school, but Usually when those players come in to the league, to major leagues, uh, you know, being a little older, normally it doesn't work out. Normally when, before they came up, they were about to hang their shit up and call it a day. And holy shit, I have an opportunity. This is great. It normally doesn't work out where you become extremely successful. So when Spencer Watkins came up and had a good few outings, you go, hmm, all right, this is interesting, but you're not going... Thank God. Here we go. We found our guy. And that's exactly what a lot of us figured was going to happen. He's back down to reality. Hasn't had <laughs> the best outings lately. Shit the bed in Boston Friday night. So I don't know. So a lot coming up. Also, hope you enjoy Rave. Ravens football Saturday night preseason. I don't know if Lamar is even going to get a uh, a snap. You got Bateman out with an injury, which sucks because I was looking forward to seeing him. But anyway, you got some things looking forward to with uh, you got Ravens football coming up and uh, it's going to be uh, interesting coming up as well. What Elias is going to do for the next season in 2022. Obviously, we'll see Adley. We're not going to see Adley this year. Just not going to. It wouldn't. Ha- it would almost hurt Adley more <laughs> playing, catching for pitchers who are worse in well, the Major League Orioles organization than what he's catching now. Oh, God. Anyway, a lot going on. Want to hear from you guys. Hit me up. Always love hearing from you. I will announce the winner in a couple weeks with the Oriole tickets. Again, Thursday, September 23rd, they're playing Texas. Camden Yards, of course. Obviously, that'd be some bullshit. Yeah, I'm giving away some uh, tickets. They're playing in Texas. Hopefully, you can make it. So, if you want them, hit me up. All you got to say is I want them. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Till next time. <laughs>